Hi everyone, and welcome to the Marketing Ideas That Connect show. Here we discuss strategies and tactics on how to build great paid ads, specific campaigns, automated customer journey, and the art of getting insights from all this data and information. I'm your host, Gary Bolt. It's always good to be here to talk about how digital platforms and marketing and doing business can change our lives and getting our message out there. We are sponsored by the digital marketing agency, Famous Digital Media. You can check them out at famousmedia.co.za. They offer turnkey online marketing and brand management services centered on the principles of inbound marketing with a big focus on paid media and great content. These episodes are published on a monthly basis and aim to bring you tactics that you can implement in your marketing and business. So welcome to episode 153. And thanks to all our listeners, we were ranked in the top six last month, so we are making progress. And the topic today is marketing to millennials and specifically to, you know, gen- let's call it generation marketing. That's what we're just going to touch on today. And there was a blog. We always talk about the blog, that famous media that Maxine and her team publishes every month. A lot of work goes into it. We always learn from it. So we're just going to go through some of the points on marketing to different generations. It's quite an interesting topic because of just the, the context of you know, how to approach them and what to talk about and what interests them. And, uh, you know, the different generations have different interests. They have different things they relate to. And it's important that we understand. We always say, what's the language in your customer's mind? And how do you answer their, their questions and, and solve some of their problems? And if we don't understand the different generations, we're not getting closer to the customer. And there was something I just want to touch on before I go through the generation marketing points there we were we were just um, busy with a blog and looking at our consulting side where we help companies to position their brand and we 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 put together five laws of customer attraction you know they say that currency you know attention is the currency how do we get people into just in the top of funnel forget about converting what about just the top of funnel because we can't just sell to everybody. We've got to build some type of relationship and, and get an understanding of who we are before anybody's going to buy. There's got to be a level of trust. Otherwise, you're not even in the door. So the top of funnel is so important to start the marketing inbound process. And the five laws of customer attraction are as follows. And we think that it'll help anybody when you start doing your strategy and seeing how you can get your brand out there. So anyway, number five is creative, rich content, the five, and this is number one. Rich content is probably, you know, I'm, clear, I'm including copywriting in that as well, but rich content, videos, nice branded images, themes, because that's what will get someone's eye. And it's, you know, that's where the whole thing starts. What's gonna get their eye before they even read anything? Number two, would be the clarity of your message. Now, we spoke about this quite a lot. There's an old podcast on it. So message clarity, headers, meta tags, all those things are so important because remember, we just, the job of the intro is to get them just to read the next line and the inbound process or those steps of inbound. And if it's not compelling, emotive, interesting, educational, 
the minute it's boring, people will just step off. So your, your clarity of your message to actually know exactly what you're offering. And that leads into number three, which is your lead magnet and offer, which is very important. What's going to be the lead magnet? And actually, what are you offering? What's your value proposition? What's the outcome? What are you going to offer? How are you going to change that person's life? And why would they even bother to click on your link or click on your header? And then number four would be the relationship and brand positioning, which we spoke on last time. Where are you actually positioning your brand? In what category? And what type of relationship are you building in, with your database, with people segmented in your database? What sort of relationship are you building? Are you more educating? Are you more entertaining? Are you more corporate? What, you know, where, what's your position and category in the market? And how are you going to get people interested in your content? And number five would be your communication medium, or let's say method of, is it email-based, is it SMS, or what, or what are you going to, how are you going to connect with them? How are you just going to stay close to your customer and keep them, you know, keep them top of mind? So those would be the five laws, creative, clarity, lead magnet offer, relationship, brand positioning, and communication method. I think that's a good filter to look at. When you're approaching any, you know, when you're launching a new brand, possibly launching a new product, trying to get, you know, trying to position yourself better before you start with tactics and do building campaigns. This must be done before. It's, it's a good roadmap and a, and a process to think through. So we've got a few infographics to help. We've we consulted someone last month and, and the infographic really helped us to go through the thinking. Otherwise... You know, when you have a discovery session with someone, you can't say, oh, well, let's uh, start with a URL or a name. And then what is the process that you've got to go through to make sure that we control the meeting, especially when we're doing brainstorming or discovery sessions? It can really, we don't want to waste time. You can spend hours on something going down the wrong rabbit hole. So to channel our thinking and to have a process and a checklist is always important. And we'll be publishing some of the checklists and some of the, the helpful items that we've been working on. Back to the topic for this month. The famous media blog, you can go and find it, but just to, I'm just going to go through some points because I find it quite interesting to see how do we customize our message to different generations. And sometimes the, there's so many different generations, you get a bit confused but, but around all these different generations and what they're called and what they stand for and what do they want and how do we market them and how are they going to change the shape of user or consumer behavior as we go forward what interests them what would they click on remember our generation if you go to the over 50s then you know things change we look we are we interested in different things we're not going to be to have the user power or the consumer power of the the younger generations as they go forward we always you've got to plan five ten years ahead so, you know, what, where is it going? What are the trends and what do we invest in, like we always say? So back to the blog. They start off by talking about, you know, we're marketing to millennials and generations. And talk about, we're talking about South Africa, but this applies anywhere. Millennials hold most buying power of all other generations. So that means that we will target them more because that's where this buying power is. So the post that we're talking about today, it's, you know, you, what does it take to grab the attention of the hearts of millennials? Then AKA Generation Y, and what's prudent to keep generations Alpha through to Z in mind as well? In other words, what do we need to 
get closer to these generations? Well, how are we going to mean something to them? So this is, let's just go through some of the points here. So, so what is generation marketing? Generation marketing is a highly favored method of psychographic audience segmentation. Gee, that's quite a mouthful, but that's what it is. The theory goes that people born around the same time will experience similar technological, economic, and political, plus social shifts. Thus, they will have similar emotional drivers that influence their attitudes towards spending money or connecting with a brand or just their behavior. What are they looking for? What are they going to spend their time on? So interesting stuff. Think of it this way. If you're trying to tug on a well-to-do retiree's heartstrings, you're not going to use TikTok because most people probably over 35, 40 won't be on TikTok. The Sunday Times editorial, however, may, may find their favor. I must say I had to delete my TikTok. I just didn't get value from it. But, you know, that's everybody's different. And I know there are a lot of companies that are starting to actually have a presence on TikTok. But once again, it depends on the generation that you're targeting. The high of Gen Y won't last forever. Understanding what shapes a generation helps us to tailor our communication effectively. Generation, generational marketing affects our decisions around brand values, voice, and the channels where we advertise and spend our budget. So geographical boundaries also matter. Segmenting audience by birth years seems to be logical enough, but remember that the crux of generational marketing is also about life experience and let's say shared life experience. While all millennials have lived through two economic crashes, the term born free means nothing to anyone outside of South Africa. You can't ignore that growing up in South Africa in the 80s was vastly different to anywhere else in the world. So every place is unique. As most generational marketing profiles are modeled on the USA, it's wise to adapt your boomer, gen X, Y, and Z profiles to a local or South African context. Boomers and Zoomers met, meet the generations. So why fuss about the other generations when you want to know how to market to millennials? Because the high of gen Y won't last forever. This cohort of 21 to 40-year-olds will eventually age. And then your sights will be fixed on the next generation with the deepest pockets. Obviously, things move and change very quickly out there. Your next target audience is busy completing school. They're not making decisions to purchase from your company yet, but they'll surely remember what they've seen because they're all looking at screens anyway. So think about BMW drivers who are living out their adolescent dreams because that's what they saw. It means something emotive. So as they get older, they will pursue what they wanted or what they saw when they were younger. So it's quite a long-term approach, I suppose. The, your ROI is very long-term if you're looking at this type of thing. So the baby boomers. Baby boomers were born between 1946 and 1964. They get their name from a surge of babies born during the economic boom after World War II. 
They lived through almost all of the Cold War and enjoyed the cheap price of oil. I do remember the big V8s when I was younger. Like their American counterparts, South African boomers were influenced by civil rights movements. However, South African boomers more so. They are often referred to as the struggle generation. They are nearing retirement and becoming grandparents. Their children are mostly millennials. If you want to find them, they'll be on Facebook, followed by Pinterest. While they might not eagerly adopt new technology, this, group's no, this group knows how to shop online. Some reports say they account for 20% more online purchasing than, than the millennials. That's the boomers. Though those purchases are likely to made, they, yeah, they'll make them from a desktop. So let's talk about just let's touch on Generation X. It seems like the poor Generation X has been X'd out of the plans. Born between 65 and 80, this is the smallest generation and the most overlooked. Xs have a strong sense of individualism. They are dubbed the transition gender and are credited by being more politically loyal than any other generation. The majority were born before digital technology and but they have adopted it. They remember when video killed the radio star through 80% although 80% of them were online. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and LinkedIn are their preferred social media channels. You'll find they are media hybrids and they still enjoy newspapers, magazines, listening to the radio, watching TV and shopping in store. Coupons and loyalty programs tickle their fancy. Ads with a bit of nostalgia, nostalgia will do well. That's the G generation. Here's the funny thing about generational marketing. It takes roughly 10 to 15 years to gather enough intel to peg down a profile. By the time researchers are confident enough to define a cohort by the name and firm birth years, that gen is already well into adulthood. So Gen Z is still by and large work in progress. And here's what we know so far. They are called iGen or the internet generation as this is the first group that grew up with tech as we know it today. In the USA they have received their first cell phone at let's say 10 years old but grew up playing on mom's and dad's smartphone years before. Here in SA our digital locals are also the official born free cohort. The world generally accepts that they are born between 1996 and 2010. They are so used to the electronic communication that they don't have a face-to-face -face idea of communication. No face-to-face -face with friends and, and, and when they socialize. Everything is electronic. Their attention spans are short and they seek instant gratification. They know how to tune out digital marketing messages they consider irrelevant, politically woke, and care a great deal about equality. And therefore, you know, looking at that, it's difficult to get attention, especially if you're not relevant, and they can block you out very quickly. The generation to follow, born from 2010 onwards, has been dubbed Generation Alpha. And we will write more on Generation Z and Alpha. The near middle-aged and holding the megabucks millennials generation Y. By global census, millennials are born between 80, 1980 and 1996. 
Some research suggests as late as 2000. A distinct digital divide has caused, caused experts to split Generation Y into two further segments, Y1 and Y2. So that gets a bit confusing. The below provides a broad view of the whole group. Accurate marketing requires consideration of all these groups. As we say, when we start segmenting and building databases of different interests, then you, uh, you've got to have some understanding of all these different generations. So it's, it's definitely going to help us in our targeted ads and how we position them. Millennials represent the largest portion of the workforce and are considered skilled. They are achievement-oriented employees and they know how to work well in teams. As most entered the workforce during the first economic crash of the century, they became the largest generation of entrepreneurs. Millennials focus on innovation and are more likely to own a Mac computer and the latest iPhone, which is their preferred device. When it comes to communication, they thrive on social media, emails, SMS, DMs, all those things. They're well versed in reading creative blogs and they love social media initiatives. They listen to the most radio and podcasts. This generation takes environmental, social and healthcare issues seriously. They care about the world they are leaving behind for their children. As such, they support brands with similar values. Brands must be authentic. They see through veiled attempts at sounding good. Family and quality experiences matter more than work and acquiring things. That's why they're not buying so many properties anymore. That said, they use Instagram to decide where to eat, choose services from Facebook, prefer online shopping, and have groceries delivered to their door. You'll find them socializing on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and planning on Pinterest. Once they are done promoting their businesses and personal brand on LinkedIn, that is, yes, I suppose so. So that is quite interesting. Just some pointers there about how to market. And I think it comes back to those, those five, you know, how to attract customers. So you've got to be very careful what medium you're on, what language you're using, and your approach, because it, obviously it depends on the product or service you're trying to sell. But the sands shift and every year we shift into the generations are, are moving on. And if you have a real long-term strategy, then you know, you've got to start marketing to the generation that's or, or, or adapt your product or service and make sure that your message is in line and in tune with the right type of audience, which brings us to the gen different generations. So quite important for marketers as they build their themes, their strategies, their content, their uh, they're, they're especially those headers and messages and things like that, that'll, that'll um, attract the attention of the right generation. So that was episode 153. I hope it's meant something. It's something that we need to look at. I've just touched on it, but there's a lot that goes into that. Once you start um, mapping out your potential persona and everything, where they are, what they like, what they talk about, and what, what's, what's important to them. So the acronym for today as we wrap up, wrap up, is what is BP stand for? And it's just a burn pixel. It's to stop ads. For more episodes, you can find us on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and Spotify. Just search for Marketing Ideas That Connect. So please give us a good rating if you've enjoyed it, and give us a comment. You can follow Famous Digital Media on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. 
check out just go to their website famousmedia.co.za forward slash fdm dash blog you'll find the blogs there all links referenced in the episode as well as famous media social pages can be found in the show notes our focus here at marketing ideas has always been paid media and getting your brand in the right position with the right message so check us out. You can email me direct at support at marketingideas.co.za. Until next time, stay hungry, think big, and honor God.